0: Welcome to another episode of Just 20 brought to you by Sportstalk.ie. On this week's episode, we chat with Kilkenny Senior Camogie Manager Brian Dowland. We would like to thank our show sponsors, Modell Healthcare, experts in sports health screening. Check out modellhealthcare.com. And as we're living in strange times, the main question is how are you handling it?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's tough uh, like everybody else. Uh, I'm stuck at home all the time there. It's not easy. Um, you know, I've been used to going to work and going training in the evenings um it's a lot different so <clears throat> gone t- used to be teaching uh 30 lads teenagers in a, in a classroom gone to looking after two young kids now at home and i think that my two young kids are a lot tougher going i think at this stage
0: i managed myself and something that one of the players has said to me it's you're more like a counselor than a manager at the moment to try keep lads motivated to keep putting in the map my runs or whatever what type of training are you doing
1: uh, yeah, sure. So look we we just put everyone on individual programs obviously you can't be training groups nothing like that so um we're on individual programs just trying to put up as many different things as, as we possibly can um you know they have their own running things too but then some players might have access to pitches and stuff like that so someone might have to go online classes and you know some have access to it the wall wall in their house and stuff like that, but other people don't. So I just try and put as many things as we can. Um, you know, we don't have access to everything. Um, my own sister-in-law, um, Donna Dunn, uh, she has a, a fitness class online. So she gave us, gave the girls free access to that. So they can do that, uh, three times a week as well, which is great. So just try and keep things varied and we try and uh, change the train maybe, um, every every um couple of 10 days if we can.
0: And would everyone be participating in that then? There's nobody, like say, slacking off or how do you monitor
1: that? Tell me they're doing things anyway. So, um I know, look, we have a group with a quarter scores and stuff like that. So, no, they're, look, the guys are working hard. Um, I suppose like everybody needs needs to get out and do some sort of exercise. It's good for your mental health um whether you're playing with a team or not. So, I think the, kind of like, a bit of training and stuff like that, it gives them a bit of focus and, Something to, to do to get out of the house for for a while, you know, the back garden or to go for a run within your 2K, whatever it is, just to, to do something different. You know, we have a lot of girls in in, in college and, you know, doing a lot, they're studying for exams and doing assignments, so, you know, to try and get away from the books and stuff like that. So, um, it's just, you know, it's good to get to do something, I suppose, and to have some sort of structure in your life during this time.
0: And I suppose it's also important to have a kind of date in mind where you kind of can set goals and targets for when you're actually going to go back into competition. Is there any kind of word from the Camogie Association when that may be I know it's locked down everywhere but is there any indication or maybe a little bit of light at the end of the
1: tunnel no I haven't heard anything anyway and there's been no um, communication with with managers or anything like that um, i to seen an article online last Friday just saying that they, they do want to play the games um, But look, that's supposed to depend on what way things turn out. The GA haven't given any, um, you know, notification either, what's going to happen really. You know, they're kind of just holding out as long as they can. Um, You know, that's probably what the girls are asking me, you know, when are we going back and things like that. But look, obviously I don't know and I'd love to be able to tell them. It's As you said there already, it's it's hard to be, you know, you're training now and stuff like that and you've done all the pre-season and you don't really know what's what's around the corner. That's probably the hardest thing. If you knew... We're back in, in August or September or whatever it is, you could you know, plan your training a bit better, but for now we're just kind of taking it every two weeks and, and, and seeing what the, the government come out with because, you know, obviously the GA will follow suit then from that.
0: That's it, it's whatever the government say and all organisations will follow suit as well. Uh, two men are flying the flag for Kilkenny over the winter months though, Tommy Walsh and uh, Taggy with the dancing, uh, two very entertaining men.
1: I would have hurled under 21 and Steve we were him many years ago and would have been out in a few nights out with him and I would never put him up in the, the category of, uh, you know, that that kind of level of dancing but uh, the work he put into it was, was unbelievable. Follow following him there on social media and, you know, he was flat out training um, day after day after day and, you know, I could see that he was really enjoying it and, I suppose it just shows that if you uh, you know you're willing to put in an effort at something, uh, you know you can you can reach the top of whatever you do. You know,
0: it was good to see a, a G.A. star like seeing a different side of him from on the hurling pitch that he was able to actually bring his uh, hurling skills into the actual dancing. But Tommy winning the All Ireland with Tyrone uh, ah yes,
1: look it was great. I suppose the Kenny clubs they're brilliant this year. They won the junior intermediate and the and the senior. Um you know Tommy uh look he's he's some hurdler for Tullerone and Ferkley Kenny I suppose the county final they'd been beaten last year um by their near rivals Bally Callen, and they're you know they're devastated and they came back this year again and to be Thomastown in the final and uh you know it was a, it was a great win for, for Tullerone, it was a very good Thomastown team and uh you know I suppose the the video went around on social media Tommy and his father, you know, hugging and how much it meant to him and you know Tommy's <coughs> has said all his life he wanted to, to win a to win a county final with Tullerone I suppose he hoped he'd win a senior but when they got relegated he would have done anything to, to, to win an intermediate and to see him win the, the All-Ireland then was, was unbelievable as well and you know his brother Shane then making that great speech afterwards
0: Difficult for local businesses at the moment those businesses would have been vital to you guys um, over the next couple of months as regards uh, support and coverage and the likes um, how are they uh, coping at the moment?
1: Yeah look, um, look obviously everywhere is, is nearly closed down at the moment it's very tough on local businesses um, you know we're very lucky this year um, you know, I kind of went after a lot of businesses, uh, to try and get, see where to get involved with the Camogie team. Um, you know, the, when I got ratified as manager, I, I contacted all the local, uh, gyms in Kilkenny and Spring Hill Hotel, got back to me the next morning after girls free, uh, full membership for the year, you know, which is absolutely fantastic. And it's sad to see now, you know, that it's, that it's closed at the moment. Um, you know, Deegan's Fruit and Veg and in Kilkenny Industrial Estate give us, uh, free fruit, fruit, um, after every single training session of match and Potterhouse then also came on board this year so they give us meals before after games if we want them and give us sandwiches after every um after every training session as well so you know it's brilliant that these are come on board you know probably the girls don't usually get the exposure that they deserve you know from the effort they put in so you know in fairness I mentioned, you know, and mentioned my own sister you not know, done uh, giving the girls free access to the fitness classes as well you know these are all just local people and you know they're delighted to be helping out the girls and we're delighted that they come on board you know and, and hopefully their business will start thriving when they open back up again yeah we were
0: speaking to Grace Walsh in the winter time there and she was saying that you got really on board as regards uh getting businesses in for the nutrition and for the gym and all of that stuff that's vital for the modern day player now to like have their nutrition their gym all of that correlate together that is
1: yeah look look, there would have been most of them doing gym before but i suppose it's to have a base to do it you know a lot of girls in college in dublin and things like that so so gyms up there but it's just to, to give everybody um access to a gym and you know, they didn't have that for the last number of years, so it's great that they have it. And, you know, there's no point giving out gym programs before and girls didn't have a gym to go to. So, you know, there's no excuse now to have a gym and we have a, a swimming pool for recovery sessions and stuff like that. And, you know, nutrition was always there as well. So, you know, it's just look, it's a professional game and you have to tick every box. They're not going to, to win your or not like that. But, uh, you know, every little thing uh, matters and, and counts at the end of the day, I suppose. I suppose
0: it's very hard to talk about Kenny Kamogi without uh, speaking about Anne. Uh, big boots to fill this year. Uh, Twelve months ago, you were kind of iffy about coming on as selector. Now you're the manager. How did that come about?
1: Uh, well, this was uh, it was a Sunday morning. My phone rang, and I didn't know, I didn't know the number, and it was actually Ann. And I had never spoken to her before, and she was asking me would I be interested in coming involved as um, coach with the Kennedy Morgan team. Paddy Mullally was after stepping down, and she was looking for somebody. Um and I just said no straight away because, um I kind of had something in my head lined up for the, for the, for the coming year. You know, I hadn't committed to any team, but I had a team onto me and I was basically made my mind up, I was going to go with them. And, uh, you know, I just said no to Anna, I said, look, mine is made up, I the teams team and said, that can do it, convince it And I said, look, it's made up. And then, uh, I don't know, just something changed in the next couple of days. I just couldn't get it out of my head, Um, kept thinking about it and, just something was telling me, look, I have to go do this. And, you know, I went back to the other team and told them I wasn't going to commit for the year, but I said it wasn't. I hadn't, um, I hadn't, uh, agreed anything with them or anything. But, um, look, I, I, Connor Field, a good friend of mine, he was, he was involved for a couple of years and I text Connor and just said, look, can you find out off Anne if that position's is still available and I might still be interested? And, you know, we arranged a meeting then and met Anne in, um, in, in Hotel King Kenny on a Monday, Monday after school and we just had a chat. Look, I knew walking in the door. I was going to do it, you know, something telling me I had to do it. I looked on, I suppose, looking at the girls in the All-Ireland finals the previous two years and to see how cruel it was to lose All-Ireland finals by pinting injury time. And, you know, I just felt it to be a new challenge for me and be something different. And, you know, it's a county team, professional set up a team with a chance of winning. Uhm, another final I thought it was too good to turn down and, you know, I'm delighted that I, I took the opportunity.
0: Question you were asked before, but what's the main difference between training or coaching a hurling team than a Camogie team?
1: Um it's a hard one to, to answer, you know. Uh, it's funny, I remember I met Grace Wells just before um, I, I took on the job, you know, she, she'd she heard rumours I was getting involved and she kind of just started laughing and said, you must be cracked. She said, you do realise now that uh, we're all going to be giving out the whole time and, you know, we're, we're moaning and we'll be giving out a training doing drills, but uh, I've actually found it the opposite. Uh, I find them unbelievable to train, um, you know, no matter what you do, if you tell them to do 1500 meter sprints, they'll just go on and do them. You know, there's no wind and no giving out. There's, you know, I suppose some lads teams will be, will be complaining and, and giving out all the time. And, you know, look, I I enjoy both. Um, you know, it's, I obviously have trained my own local team in, you know, Lox and Gales and St. Kieran's College, uh, team before. So, you know, look, I, I enjoy both, but, uh, you know, I get great buzz. Of training the the girls and trying to improve them, and you know they they really listen to you, they really want to learn. That's uh, something that I really find.
0: And just going back then to the All Ireland final last year, difficult one for you losing again, but uh, Galway were a serious outfit that day.
1: Yeah, sure, look, it was um, absolutely devastating. Obviously, anything you lose an all Ireland final, it's it's uh, it's it's not easy. And for some of the girls, the last three in a row, some had lost six out of seven All Ireland finals. So, um, you know, it's obviously extremely dif- uh, difficult to take, but. Uh, you know, look, I suppose the the early, the, you know, people would have perception on the game, you know, that God completely outplayed us and, you know, God were an excellent team and they, they did it at certain points but I suppose we let in a goal at the start, it was a killer but uh, we bounced back well from that, we actually were 26 minutes gone, we were actually winning the game, 10 points to 1-5 and going fairly well and God got two goals within a minute and that really uh, knocked us back, on in before half-time, or six points and you know, Galway were very good in the second half, I think the second half was seven points each, but they never let it get near a goal, and that was the big difference, and we got back to, I think it was two points with ten minutes to go, and looked like we had a great chance, but we just couldn't pull away, and, you know, Galway, as good team as they are, just, you know, um, Niamh Kenny got a few great scores there near the end, and they pulled away, um, you know, but I think, you know, you let in three goals, I suppose, in any game, it's going to be very hard to try and win them when you don't score one yourself, and, well, we scored seventeen points, it probably would have won a lot of the Ireland over the last number of years, but um, you know, we had to we had to get a couple of goals and or even one, you know, and we couldn't get in and that's you know, fair play to Galway, they kept us out.
0: And I suppose uh, looking from at the league form this year it it appears from the outside that you're looking to kinda of use the league as a kind of a building platform to blood in new players. What was it like going in and getting girls back in the wintertime there to get them into gym plans and get them uh, excited for the two thousand and twenty
1: season. Yeah, it wasn't really that hard. Um, you know, they're just in terms to them like they're just really enthusiastic and they they just want to they want to train, they want to improve. Like we didn't we didn't go back as a team on the pitch until uh, early January. You know, we didn't we give them their own programs and gym programs we we're doing in their own time beforehand. And we had one or two fitness tests um in December that was it. We were back training pitched in um, in early in early in January. You know, uh, but like you know, we did the league was trying find players, but in one since we probably didn't have a choice. We had, um Katie Power was injured, Anna Farrell, uh Dwina Key and Grace Walsh, they were all injured. Um Cinder was a new named new captain this year. She wasn't on the panel last year. Uh she broke her hand in her first challenge game in January. Um, you know, Michelle Queilt and Ann Dalton then kinda of took a an extended break for a couple of weeks. They didn't play uh or ran Dalton the league. Michelle Kriegs when he uh came on the sudden won the games. and um, you know, but look, we wanted to use give girls that were kinda on the panels the last couple of years that maybe weren't getting a uh, full game and, and a couple of games on the trot, you know, been in for one game off for the next. So we, like Daniel Morrissey, Fidel, uh Michelle Teen, Neve Dealy, these kind of girls, you know, who, you know, we've been watching on from the sidelines in some of the games last year. We wanted to give them a good go at it, you know, and that was kind of what we, what we wanted to do for the league.
0: And bringing in Tommy Shefflin then as a, a coach selector. It seems to be a little bit of a masterstroke that.
1: Yeah, Tommy's very good. Uh, Delighted to get him on board. Um, I kind of got tipped off by someone maybe that he might be available, so I gave him a call and straight away he was, uh, he was mad keen to get involved you know he'd, he'd done his time with Bally Hale for a couple of years been very successful He'd had a great success with carrie shock when the intermediate learned with them he's looked at kenya 21 hours before he's uh, i think this, this was his third year with wit camogie team as well so he'd been a lot of experience with camogie as well you know and um you know it was great to, to get someone with that experience in and um, you know the girls have had great time from he's very very good and um, very good drills and stuff like that and it's it's a different voice from last year um Ray Chandler is still there from last year Um, you know he's very good at uh, involved in training as well and then we've Philly Larkin who you know former all-star and former all Ireland winner with Kenny and you know he's kind of in as a defensive kind of a coach as well so you know it's good uh, experience set up and you know delighted with the lads there working with me. There's
0: great names that you are to include in there. Big difference from um, taking over a uh, inter-county team than a club team as regards the backroom staff. Is it more time consuming or less time consuming once you have those guys in place to kind of delegate their jobs and roles?
1: Um, ah, yeah, look, as a county manager, it's, it's, it's full time. You know, there's so many things to be doing. Um, you know, the girls will probably go mad at all different WhatsApp groups we have and stuff like that. And, you know, but look, you're trying to organize training with, with everybody and everybody what's, what each coach is going to be doing in training. And, you know, you're looking after players that are injured and you're talking to the physio and the doctor. Then you're talking to the county board about arranging matches and arranging buses and stuff like that um you know you're sending in teams for the the you know the commodity association want the team in on a tuesday night for a match on the sunday you might even have the team pick jet and do all that kind of stuff trying to start out the arrangements what time we're going to be leaving for a match and you know and that's trying to keep you know we 37 players on the panel this year trying to keep 37 players happy and we're trying to link with the intermediate panel as well so you know there's a lot going on and it's not just turn up for training man, as I suppose he would have done maybe years ago it's, it's all pre-planned and everything has to be in place but look I, I love doing it and just try to be as organised as I possibly can
0: and I suppose Cork Galway Kilkenny they'd be the main players on paper for the O'Duffy Cup uh, can you see anybody else taking a claim for it
1: yeah definitely. you know there's I suppose Clare beat us in the first game and you know they're they're very good as well uh, Walford I suppose gave Galway, uh, an almighty fright in, in Central Stadium last year. I think they ran out of steam, maybe near the end of the game, but missed a couple of goal chances after half time. They played really well that day and they definitely seemed to be coming. Uh, Tip had reached the League final, so, you know, I'm sure they, you know, this was a big blow to them. They were flying high. They'd beaten Galway to get into the League final. Um, you know, we had a tough game with them last year in the semi-final as well. Um, you know, Limerick are, are always there about, you know, just awfully or of not too bad. So, you know, there's, it's, you know, um, it's you know, people will always look at the top three, but I think on any given day, any other teams can catch us, you know.
0: Yeah, it is true because we were at a Galway awfully game last year and awfully were just as good a match for Galway who went on to win the All-Ireland but you just lacked a little bit up front a little bit of attack and prowess up front um, so there's not n- too much in between the say top six uh, Camogie teams in, in Ireland Dublin there you mentioned you didn't mention they'll, they'll, be, they'll be a difficult task this year too
1: Yeah they got the new management as well and you know they played Galway in the first game and I think it was the only Galway pulled away near the end with like, a couple of points you know um, look as I said it's and then with Camogie teams sometimes there's a lot of changes from From one year to the next as well, the players going travelling and stuff like that. So you know, sometimes it's hard to know does do teams have their full strength continent panel out there. You know, so it's look, it's it's it is it is wide open. You know, I don't know that's probably a a cliche, but uh, you know we you know whoever we are playing on, we know we we can't take them for granted. And you know we we got some fights last year. You know, in in games that people would have said from the outside we should have won. So you know you just can't take anybody for granted. The ex
0: Dublin manager uh, David Hurdy, uh, did he give you any advice, or did you give him uh, give him a call for any advice uh, when you were taking over the Kilkenny
1: team? I be on to David, a good bit a good friend of mine who's uh, uh, played with Kilkenny there. So yeah, no, we'd be on today, David, just we'd kind of swap different ideas and stuff like that. Um, you no, know, I might have a question about something, and you know, it's just always good to, to check in with somebody else, maybe, and since he has the experience of Camogie. You know, I was I would have uh you know given a call a couple of times All right, just about a few different things and you know would be very helpful as well and hopefully i'd be be helpful to him at different times. he might ring me or something so you know it 's good just to bounce ideas off with somebody else
0: Komogia overall there seems to be a push and a big uh, addition of the media coverage, and especially with the likes of Dan Shannon coming in as the Manager of uh, Waterford, it's bringing it up the profile of Camogie a little bit more. Yeah, it seems
1: to be like, you know, um, I suppose with the new rules and stuff like that uh, coming out this year, you know, trying to make it a bit more open. Although I would prefer that, you know, they, they brought in this minimum contact, but I don't think it was as minimum um, contact that people were looking for. You know, I just, I personally can't see why he can't go with the rules that, you know, it's in the men's game. That's what that's what the girls want from, from every team, from what I can see. And, you know, I think in fairness to Ray Kelly in the other final last year, uh, you know, they did a brilliant job, just let the game go. And I think the neutrals, you know, enjoyed the game. Uh, we probably won the better of the All Iron Finals. It wasn't stop start, it was going you know, it wasn't dirty, it was still free flowing, you know, that's what girls want, you know, they're they're in the gym, they're doing the strength and conditioning and you know, they they want to go out and play play in, in tough games, you know, and it's just it's 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 hard because you go for one game and it's 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 a free every thirty seconds or every twenty seconds and the next the referee then might let it go a bit more and it's hard to know what you're gonna get, you know, and just like a bit more kind of consistency in, in that kind of way and you know, just to, just to, you know, just go back to again, the other Ireland was just, uh, you know, it was, it was a brilliant spectacle and, you know, there was 26,000, I think, there. And, you know, Littlewood's put in a huge effort the last two years doing the the stream and live stream and stuff like that. And yourselves, the sports talk, um, you know, different articles and podcasts and stuff like that, you know, and it's great that the the game is getting some, uh, the profile that it deserves because the, you know, girls from all over Ireland are putting in a huge effort in Camogie.
0: It must have be been very frustrating for you, though, in season one, like two. You're going into a competition where there was actually no contact allowed.
1: Yeah, it's 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 very it's, it's very frustrating, you know. It's uh no, the, I said earlier on, we had the the season was was basically done, and you are going into a block of 12, 13 weeks of training, and we'd have we brought in a lot of new guys onto the panel this year, and you know we hadn't really got a good look at them. To see you know what what they were about, and this was their chance uh in 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 training pitch when the clock went forward you know that's when the ball starts bouncing on the on the hard ground in the evenings so you that's what you look forward to as a player and um, as a manager a coach as well and you know unfortunately, that was taken away from us, and you know whatever's going to happen now we 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 don't really know, and that's that's it's really frustrating you know you just love to be the weather getting better now you just want to be out in the pitch playing but I suppose um, there's much more serious things going on in life, and you know, rugby and sport will will come back when when we're all ready. And you know, it's just I suppose we appreciate how much we enjoy it. Uh, you know, during these times when we when we, when we can't get out in the evenings to go training and play matches. The Ashburn Cup final uh, held
0: in a venue uh both of us know. Uh, WIT, both of us went to college there. You have fond memories of uh, your time there, and there were some very good uh, FITS teams.
1: Yeah, great memories. Um, very lucky uh, in WIT to be. To be been on some great teams, some great players, um, you know, from and from Cork, from Limerick, and Tip, and all over the place. You know, I was there for five years and won three Fitzgibbon, so I, I was blessed uh, at the time that I was there. But, uh, you know, a fantastic group of hurlers uh, at the time with a great manager, manager and Colin Bonner, you know, it was absolutely brilliant times. and. You know, if if feel like a, a long, it feels like a long time ago now, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and he held the uh, Ashburn Cup Finals. this year. This, bad weather, but uh, very well ran.
1: Yeah, no, brilliant. Um, dude, the weather for the, the semi-finals, I've never, ever experienced anything like it. Um, it was absolutely cruel. You know, it was really unfair. Like, I don't, it's no one's fault. It's just the weather. But, uh, you know, players are training all year. Putting in a huge effort and to go out in in conditions like that, like you know, I couldn't hold the hard' couldn't hit, you know, it's hard hard to hit the ball. You're standing on the side and watching, you're only really getting blown away. Like you know, it was just it was absolutely cruel the weather, but um. Do you know, unfortunately, they had to go ahead and stuff like that. To, we're already backlogged with games in the Camogie League, so they had no choice but to go ahead. And, but, you know, WIT did a great job, as, as usual.
0: And, of course, we can't not mention Wells uh, five in a row, and especially uh, Adrian and Sullivan at the helm. A magn- magnificent achievement
1: by Adrian. Oh, yeah, it's an unbelievable achievement. <laughs> to win any competition once is hard enough, and to do it five times in a row is, is unbelievable. Um, suppose the semi-final, Adrian held himself he uh, probably got a bit of luck um, at the end, Beck Harton dropped in, uh, I think she was dropping it in on you, uh, 45 and went straight to the net, but I suppose all good teams, um you know, get the luck because you stay going, you stay going, you never give up and, you know, the, I suppose the, the teams that work hard are, are the lucky teams as they say, so, you know, look, they got there in the end and, Great achievement for Adrian and, and everyone involved in you well.
0: And finally, Brian, uh, i seen you in a picture with him, but any words of wisdom from the other Brian in charge of the hurlers He must be extremely proud of you, uh, going into management at an uh, inter-county level.
1: Yeah, no, I was just, I was sat to him at the, uh, it was a photo shoot for Lambia, alright, you know, and he just wished me the best of luck and stuff like that. Um I know it was not really any advice right like that, you know, Um I suppose Brian does, does things his own way, you know, Um he's been hugely successful with the Kenny and, Um, you know, I I suppose I do things different as well. So you know, everyone is different manager, but I would definitely have picked up uh, a few things that Brian Cody would have would have been doing years ago, and when I was involved. So you know, it's great to have worked under someone like that. You know, absolutely fantastic motivator. You know, and. you know, on a Friday night, getting ready for for a game and stuff like that. So, you know, there is little things that I'd be able to take out, but I I probably go back over all the, the coaches, managers, managers I had, and try and pick out different things that uh, each one of them have and try and hopefully put them all together while put my own stamp on it as well.
0: Well, uh, Brian, absolutely fantastic to have you on here as a inter-county manager. Stay healthy, and the greatest success to Kilkenny and yourself and the family over 2020.